Welcome to the Ice Bath Baby Podcast, the show that is the coldest above all others. I'm Doc Martinez, and this is episode 12. This is my fifth episode of the summer series, and today I'm interviewing another one of my former student athletic trainers from Frisco Lone Star High School. Uh, Be sure and leave a comment and let me know of any topics you want me to address if you're listening on Spotify, there is a link in the show notes that you can click on to leave a comment. Otherwise, email me at icebathbaby at gmail.com. That's icebathbaby at gmail.com. But first, let's go to this week's news. Uh, strength and conditioning camp is in its fourth week, and time is running out for you to get bigger, faster, stronger. So camp runs Monday through Thursday from 8 to 9.30ish, followed by some sports-specific skill training. And uh, this is pretty much all sports. Uh, You know, there's usually a coach out there that can get you some things to do for sports-specific skills. Um, Be sure to get in on the action. Don't fall behind, okay? Um, There's a break next week, though, for the 4th of July, so there will be no camp. July 3rd through 6th. Again, no camp July 3rd through 6th as it's an off week. Strength and conditioning camp will resume on July 10th, okay, but that is the second to last week, all right? The last week of camp will be July 17th through the 20th. So uh, you got two weeks left, right? And you don't want to miss out. So Two weeks after next week, right? So camp resumes again, uh, July 10th. Uh, it runs the 10th, 11th, 12th, and 13th. Uh, and then the last week, again, is the 17th through the 20th. So get off the couch and go to camp the last two weeks if you haven't been at all. All right, in other news, um, I'm sure most of you heard by now, but Dr. Vogel, our principal, is leaving for Fort Stockton. His wife got a job out in that area, and so they're moving out there. Um, and uh, we've enjoyed our time with Dr. Vogel, and we wish him and his wife well in their new endeavors. But on the bright side, Mr. Sizemore, the former principal at the middle school, will be our new principal. So many of you know him already uh, as you've come up through Bandera Middle School. Uh, and we're still uh, looking to replace one of our APs as Miss Austin has left for a new job at the end of the school year. So congratulations to Mr. Sizemore. Uh, like I said, we're excited about that, uh, him coming over. Um, and uh, we'll see how this uh, school year goes. I'm sure it's going to be good. And then finally, my merch store is now open. Um, that's right. My merch store is now open. You can find the link in the show notes uh, of today's episode or simply go to my link tree which is in the bio of my tiktok and instagram so go to my link tree and look for my merch store i have short sleeve and long sleeve t-shirts i got some stickers some phone cases for apple that are magsafe friendly and then i also have some android uh, phone cases on there Um, there's also some socks and hoodies Uh, Most of the apparel, uh, like the shirts and the hoodies, uh, come in blue, white, black, and gray. Now, black is my color of choice, but you can get them in any of those colors. 
So hurry and go get your merch today. And let's take some pictures with you wearing my gear. If you're wearing it around school, we'll take some pictures and upload it. Okay, so that'll do it for the news. So let's get into this interview with Reagan Gutman. Uh, Reagan was a student athletic tra- uh, trainer for me at Frisco Lone Star High School. Uh, she moved here to San Antonio shortly after graduating. So I actually get to see her pretty often, and it's it's really nice to get out with her sometimes and have dinner or even uh, going to some family functions that they have. So let's listen in on my interview with her. All right, guys. So um, I'm here now with uh, one of my former student trainers from Lone Star High School. Uh, She's going to give you her name in just a minute, but um, she's, well, I'll give you her first name. First name is Reagan. And uh, so she's, I've known Reagan for a long time, uh, since uh, at least, what, 20, no, not 20, 12, 13 years now, right? Somewhere yeah, around there? Something like Somewhere, that. Something like that, 12, 12 years maybe. Anyway, um, so here she is. Uh, Reagan, why don't you uh, tell us your name and when you were a student of mine? Well, I'm Reagan. Um, I was your student from 2014 to 2018 at Lone Star in Frisco. Yeah. I think those were like some of the best years that Lone Star had. Like yeah. for real. Like, I couldn't imagine it being better when I like was in high we, school. We were just so successful in a lot of sports back then, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, um, so you graduated in 2018, right? right. And so um, tell us um, what your current profession is uh, and how long you've been doing it. Currently, I am a lash tech, so I do services like lash extensions and face waxing and spray tans and all those type of services, Um, and I've been doing that for about three years now while I finish my degree. Cool. So go ahead and plug the place where you work, because if you're in San Antonio and you're listening to this, you know, you need to go visit Reagan. So give us a plug. Where do you work? Lash Loft of Bernie. All right. Cool. And Bernie. All right. So Lash Loft, look for it if you're in in San Antonio and you want to get that stuff done. Okay, so cool. So what kind of training did you have to have to do all that kind of stuff? Um, so I had to get my lash certification, which was a process. You had to step-by-step, step, very tedious and time-consuming. Um, I will say I think overall it took me about six months to fully get certified for it. Yeah. But to actually get good at it and fast at it, it probably took me about a year. About a year? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of times people don't think that there's a whole lot of training that goes in that. and. You know, there, there really is. I mean, really mm-hmm. in every profession, there's a lot more training than people think. So yes. that's cool. So, all right. So I know that when you graduated high school, you, you were um, going off to, to school and, and you were uh, kind of going one route and then you mm-hmm. kind of changed your mind and went a different route. So tell mm-hmm. us, not because you recently just graduated college, right? Yes, yes. Uh, in April, right? In April. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, and I was very proud of you. I really Thank was. Thank you. Um, and so what, uh, tell us what kind of degree you decided to go with uh, and why. Um, so I went from pre-med to psychology just because I love helping people. And from being a trainer, I fell in love with the medical field and just kind of in any way getting to help people. Um, and so I'm doing psychology because I feel like mental health has definitely become very um, in demand. Yeah. In today's world, especially oh, yeah, since COVID. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And thinking back to it when I was in high school, you know, hearing somebody was struggling with mental health or like needed to go to therapy was rare. Yeah. And so I kind of want to be able to open a different gateway to that for people and 
I would like to work with 18 and under to help kids who are going through things because, you know, COVID was a big impact on these kids and going to school at home and not seeing friends and family members passing away and things like that. And so I just feel like from that, it's just carried a lot of weight. And so I want to work and become a therapist and be able to help people with stuff like that. So I'm doing psychology. Well, that's really cool because I I know that – no, let me ask you this. Was any – this things that happened – at Lone Star, because we had some tragedy happen at Lone Star yeah. while we were there, while you were there. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I was there for nine years, um, really ten years from '98 to 2018, and we had our fair share of tragedy in the high school with the students. Yes. Did Did any of that factor into like what you you know with your plans now? I think so. I think part of that from something the school had to go through as a whole when I believe we were juniors, maybe seniors. Yeah. Um. And I feel like just from seeing the way that affected people and days at school where, you know, oh, if you have to, you know, step out, you can. And yeah. just the kind of opportunities it gave people to seek help going through that tragedy. Yeah. But then also thinking about it, you know, that lasted a couple of days. Yeah. And for sure. the people that really needed help, like, did they continue getting help? You yeah. Know? Did they get it? Yeah. I know there's some people who were very close to the situation, to the tragedy and I still, you know, keep in contact from time to time and see them on social media and they look like they're doing great, but it still affects them because they didn't, you know, they had those couple days where, oh, you can step out or, oh, you, you know, come talk to a counselor and they had that resource, but they didn't have enough resources. And so I definitely think that's part of it. And I also think from personal experience and things I went through in high school and the way they affected me and the things I wish I had more access to mm-hmm. um, is part of that. Cause there's kids that age that go through way worse than I oh, did. Yeah, yeah. And I can only imagine yeah. what they would, you know, teenagers be. like, you know, even though I'm a high school teacher and like I have my challenges with kids mm-hmm. and I'm just like, what in the world? Like sometimes people just don't really understand the amount of stress that high school people go through oh absolutely uh, like high school teenagers right it, it's really a lot you know absolutely because just not just meeting up to expectations that people put on you right, right? like your parents and family but then also just your peers you know and then just trying to meet all the demands and then if you're involved in other activities and you got coaches bearing down on you school like after you know post post high school that's what weighing down on you right what am i gonna do for a career i mean there's right. so much right right and so that's really good because uh, – and and then COVID. Then you threw COVID in the mix, and that really messed up some people. Oh, right? yes, yes. And so – well, that's cool. So so what are your long-term plans that you want to do with that degree? Are you going to stop here? Are you going to take it further? What do you see yourself doing five, ten years from now? I'm going to keep going. I'm planning to start my master's pretty soon um, cool. so I can – finish the program with mental health and like clinical mental health and then potentially get my um, licensure to be a therapist. Um, At the end of the day, I would like to open my own practice one day and almost try and have a different form of therapy for people. Not necessarily just the traditional sit in a room with somebody for an hour and can talk about things and they can give you feedback or, you know, be there as a, as an extra ear to listen but there's just so many different options now too yeah. that I don't think people realize, you know, there's therapy that involves lights and there's a therapy that involves floating in water and just all sorts of different resources that I think yeah. should be more present for people. For sure. Um, and then especially kids, cause it's hard to get people under 18 or, I mean, even adults to admit, Hey, like I need help. Mm-hmm. Like I'm struggling. So oh, I yeah. guess bringing more awareness to that yeah. and helping kind of contribute to the community that like, if you need help, 
it's okay. It's there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I agree because I think so many people just don't want to admit to themselves that they do need right. some, some help mentally, right. you know, because they don't understand themselves, like what they're going through. Like, oh, why do I feel this way? I can't right. understand this. Not realizing that, well, I mean, there's something that's happened in your life that has caused you to to be that way mm -hmm. or feel that way. And so you need to really talk it out with somebody. Mm -hmm. And there, and that's really cool that you're looking at those alternative ways because yeah. it's not really like alternative therapy, but it's just a, a, a different type of technique mm -hmm. using, you know, an old school type, you know, treatment plan. But that that's really cool that you're looking into that. So yeah. well, 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 good luck Thank on that. You. I hope it works <laughs> out well for you. I know it will. Um, you are definitely a go-getter and, and, just you you've overcome some difficulties in your life and were able to graduate college and succeed yes, so far yes. you know you're doing great and i'm proud of you for that thank and so I, I know that you're gonna you know continue to do well thank you okay so let's um let's shift gears and we're gonna go back to high school right mm -hmm. so uh like i said you were a student trainer for me now now for you people listening i i'm like i said i at the beginning of this i've known reagan for a long time like she um the first time I met Reagan, I was I was working as a contract athletic trainer at a big uh, soccer tournament mm -hmm. uh, that was at out at University of Texas Dallas, and they had like I don't know eighteen fields out there. It was crazy. And and anyway, I just remember I got a call out to one of the fields, and um, uh, uh, you know just it was for a bloody nose, and so I went out there and I took care of it and and uh, talked to the parents afterwards and reassured them everything's going to be okay. This our nose isn't broken. It's going to be all right. And because and, they were concerned about that. And and then it was like a few weeks later, I, I was at a restaurant or something and I was just leaving. And and uh, um, I, I saw this girl and I was like, oh, wait, I know that girl. And I stopped and I was like, hey, I know you. And and and, and then I was, you know, said, hey, I'm the guy that took care of your bloody nose. And your mm -hmm. mom and dad were like, oh, yeah, we remember. You. And then it was so strange, though, because like. Then even like a year later after that, you know, I'd, I think I'd see you here and there at other soccer tournaments. Right. Uh, and then a, a year after that or so, uh, I found out that you were not only going to this middle school that fed into the high school where I was working. Right. But you were playing football. Right. Yeah. Right. You yeah. played football. Yes. Tell us about that real quick. What did you do in middle school? As a football player? Um, I originally did it just to be a kicker since yeah. I was a soccer player. I just thought it would be a super fun experience, and yeah. I've always been such a tomboy and always wanted to do something different. So I originally just wanted to do that, but uh, one of the coaches was very persistent on making sure I was more involved than just that. So yeah. there are a couple, couple situations where he threw me in at corner or receiver. And oh, Lord. Not necessarily what I was prepared for, but yeah. I did it how I needed to. And yeah. But it was it was a fun experience. I definitely um, enjoyed being able to be part of a different type of team. Yeah. Um, and kind of get those memories that not not many people hear about people doing or get to get to even try. Yeah, that's really cool. Because I, I know that I remember that my son was playing football, mm -hmm. uh, my oldest son, Adrian. And I remember just dropping him off in the mornings. And I, and I would see you and, and I really wouldn't think much about it. And then one day I was just like, Adrian, I was like, is that that girl that plays soccer too? Did she, what is, she, is she playing for you? He was like, yeah, she's our kicker. And I was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. So, all right. So let's fast forward a couple of years. Now you're, you're leaving eighth grade, going in into um, ninth grade, coming up to the school. Um, I am, it's like 
March, I think, or February or March, and I'm doing my interviews. I'm opening up my applications yeah. to be for student athletic trainers. Yeah. And I always used to go down to the middle school and uh, open up those down there and interview people. So what made you all of a sudden decide, hey, I'm going to look into this? Because I know, like I said, it was in the announcements. Mm-hmm. And so obviously you heard it. And then so t- tell us what that thought process of why you wanted to apply to become a student athletic trainer. Well, I've always been an athlete my entire life. And then, like you said, you know, I played football and I really loved doing that. And going to high school, I was going to continue that sort of path, you know, top soccer and competitive soccer and varsity soccer. And that was always my life. And so I wanted to do football. And my mom said, absolutely not, because you're five foot one and you're not getting any bigger. And all of them are. Yeah. And so she pretty much told me, you know, you need to basically just – focus on soccer. And, and I was fine with that. Um, but over the announcements, I heard about athletic training. And one of the things they pointed out in the announcement is, you know, you get to work with the football team and you get to work mm-hmm. with the basketball team and, you know, all the different options we had at the high school. And yeah, I was like, okay, that's, that sounds pretty cool. And when I got home that same day, my mom actually had received an email about it. And she was yeah. like, maybe you should look into that. Yeah. Um, because then you can, you know, maybe still be part of the team just in a different way. And, you know, yeah. Just be a good new experience. And I'm all for that, learning new things and trying new things. And so, um, yeah, that's really how I kind of got into the idea of doing it. And yeah. I absolutely is the best decision I think I've ever made. Sweet. Ever. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't remember, like, I, I'm going to be honest, you know, it's a long time ago. I don't remember too much about the interview, but I do remember in the interview thinking to myself, because it was such a good interview and, mm-hmm. and, and just your, 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 um, personality Mm -hmm. and I just was thinking I was like yes we we have got to get this guy and I just remember looking at my assistant trainer I think it was I think it was coach Clark at the time yeah and I was just like we got to get this girl I was like even and I'm not trying to be biased because I I I know of her and I've (laughs) dealt with her right but like I I, we got to get this girl and and so it worked out really well because like I said you had this great personality because your last two years Mm -hmm. you were voted as what Head student athletic trainer. Head student athletic <laughs> trainer. Yeah, that's right. So even even that positivity just carried over to your peers, where they were like voted you in to right. be the head student athletic trainer, and, and that was really awesome. Yes. Um, no. Yes, Vandera people. I do not have head student athletic trainer. I, I got away from that. <laughs> we barely did that the last two years of my school year. It was a. It was a. It was a chore. Thing. It was a chore. Not that it caused problems, but it was just a chore and. Um, so now I, I don't have head student athletic trainers anymore here in Bandera, but uh, it was definitely, um, it was a big ordeal. I'll just yeah, say that, you know, because at Lone Star athletic training, the whole athletic training program at Lone Star was like a big deal. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, it like, like it wasn't just like some programs. All right. So tell us what was your most memorable experience uh, as a student athletic trainer? There's so many memories crammed in those four years. I mean, it's it's football season, it's postseason, it's preseason, it's summer, it's all of it. You yeah. know, there's so much that happened. Um, but I think some of the most memorable experiences probably just the amount of knowledge I felt like I was constantly gaining. Like there was no boring day. There was no day I walked in. I was like, ugh, like what a drag. Like yeah, yeah. I was always super excited to be there, and and you made it so fun to where people wanted to be there. You know, I wanted to learn like you're doing something new. Oh, okay. Like I, what are you doing? Like, tell me about it. Yeah. You know, um, I would say probably just, I guess the relationships 
you're able to make in that mm-hmm. field. You know, mm-hmm. the you're like my second dad. Yeah. So, you know, that was a very, very big thing for me in high school and definitely something I probably needed. Um, and I would say too, like just the experiences, you know, we had that, we had Dr. Haslam who was our team doctor and I was able to intern with him for a couple yep. of years and, yep. um, shadow him in surgery and things like that. And that's just, those aren't things that you get to hear many high school kids do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Br- so, Brian, uh, I don't mean to interrupt you, but uh-huh. Brian, Brian talked about that last week. He was talking about, you know, that one of his most memorable experiences was when Dr. Haslam came over and we were pulling pins out of, uh, Justice Velas's yeah. finger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so again, like, it's like, but it's like what you were saying is like, not normal everyday kids don't get to no, see that kind of stuff. No, you, know? you don't. You so, don't. Yeah. And it's 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 definitely. I was very fortunate for those experiences, and and I loved every minute of it. And I would also say too, just the back with the like relationships. You know, the way you interacted with everybody and made sure everybody was involved, made sure everybody understood what was going on. You you know, you made everybody enjoy what they did, and it's just it just makes a long lasting impact on you. You know, if you yeah. if you weren't there or you were a different person mm-hmm. it definitely i could see it not being as enjoyable or as successful and and again you you made sure everybody was constantly learning you know you weren't just oh go tape their thumb okay go outside like yeah. you were making sure people understood what was going on and yeah. everybody was up to date and it's just all of it was just such a great experience well that's good thank you for those kind words i, I know that even right now i think with tiktok it's, it's brought me to a different level where now my, I'm getting my kids involved, keeping them involved. Right. Because a lot of times they're my filmers or yeah. they're, or they're, or they're yeah. my, they're my uh, models in the yeah. videos and stuff like that. And I'm like, Hey, I'll walk in. And I'm like, Hey, I need somebody's ankle to tape. And they're like, uh, I'll do it. And I'm yeah. like, okay, let's go get up here. <laughs> and then I need somebody to film. I need a, I need a videographer. Yeah. Let's go. And somebody will come in videographer. And, and, and of course, you know, I don't just do it and just say, all right, see you later. Yeah. You know, I explain a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And of course, you know, we have the sports med one and two classes. And so that's mm-hmm. good too. And, and they get involved. And, um, I, I just, I know that when I was in high school as a student athletic trainer, that's the type of experience I had. Right. And that made me want to continue the profession, right. which is why that I try to keep it like that for my kids. Yeah. Like I know that you, you don't want to just be come in and be that grunt and do the grunt work. Right. Yeah. And just do this because I said so. Right. But but actually getting involved with mm-hmm. it, hands on, and Leading learning by why and, yeah. you're doing it, not yeah. just doing it to doing it, you know. So, right. uh, oh, that's cool. So, um, all right. Um, I thought you were really going to say the 2015 state championship. I was going to say that was another one. Um, as far as like <laughs> memories, yeah. Um, I was going to say yeah, the state game was that was another big deal. I I think me and Adrian were the youngest yeah kids on the varsity you know training squad at the time, and that was a that was a once in a lifetime experience yeah. for sure. Not many people get that no. experience. And I definitely remember afterwards crying in the car yeah. <laughs> next to you. And oh, you're just I like, know. why are you crying? <laughs> yeah, do you still have your medal? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. I have mine too. Um, all right. So, all right. Last thing, uh, funny story. Do you have any funny stories? I mean, there's so many funny stories. Like oh. I used to play so many pranks on you. Oh yeah. All the time. All the like time. I have videos of you where I would just like, I remember that, remember that one time, that me and Clark pulled you in. Yes. And we were like, and we, we were like, we we're like, we need to speak to him. We were so serious, right? I was like already crying before yeah, you yeah. said anything. And, and she had this look on her face, like, oh my God, what did I do? And and we just looked at it and we had this look on our face, like, like you were just in so much trouble. And I was like, and, and I remember I started it out and I was like, Reagan, if I ever hear of you doing something like that again, 
skin. <laughs> I don't know. And, and you were, you were already starting to tear up. I know. I'm a good kid. I was like, oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh my God. And, and, and I remember about that point when I saw them tears starting to form up in your eye. I looked over at Clark and I was just like, I can't, I can't. And then we just lost it. We're just messing with you. But we had such a lot of good times like that. But what's up? Other than that one, I hope that wasn't your funny story, right? Yes, it is. But what was a funny, something funny that you can think of? Um, so during the games, you know, we had the different positions. In the last two years, being head trainer, like I was in charge of putting who, where, what quarter, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. And um, I remember one of the games, it was the playoff portion of our senior year. And Nick Bolton, who is in the NFL Nick now. Nick Bolton, yes. He's a little stud. Kansas City Chief. guy just got a Super Bowl ring, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, he did. Um, it was my part where I was shadowing you for that uh-huh. quarter. So, you know, follow you around. When you do something, I do something. Yeah. Pretty much sticking to you like a shadow. And um, you and I were standing at the end of the, I guess where all the players were at the end of that box. And um, we threw an interception, boo. Yeah. But Nick Bolton was standing right behind me. And again, I'm five foot one. And so this boy's foot and a half taller than me, looking yeah. straight over my head. And you and I are like talking and through an interception and Rayburn's yelling, defense, defense, defense. And Nick just takes off. Yeah. I'm right in front of him, takes off, throws me to the ground, oh my like God. took me out. And you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, are you okay? <laughs> and he's just gone. He comes yeah. back after he's like, are you okay? I was like, I'm going to be so sore tomorrow. And you were just <laughs> laughing and laughing. You thought it was the funniest thing. It was. It was he's looking straight over me. Couldn't see me. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that, <laughs> that reminds me of uh, uh, that, that 2015, that, that state semifinal game. <laughs> Uh, remember we went to three overtimes with uh, Lake Dallas, yes, right? We were playing yes. at Allen Stadium, and so after after uh, Michael, um, I can't even think of his last name now, uh, who caught the interception in the end zone. What was his last name? Um, God, I can't even remember. Anyway, he caught the interception. We won the game, and then me and Clark, well, we all everybody Took just off. stormed the field, right? Took off, and then Clark's running. And she claims that I tripped her, and she just <laughs> fell right onto the field, right? Yeah. And, and it's it, all on video. Yeah, it's on. I still have the video. <laughs> I have the entire game, matter of fact, uh, saved. And yeah. So I, I, anytime I want a good, just have a really good football game to watch, I'll put it on sometimes. Yeah. And then if I want to have a good laugh, I just fast forward to the part where she fell. Um, yeah. So when she hears <laughs> it, I'm going to tell her later to listen to this. But um, it's funny and. She, she still to this day claims I tripped her, and I did not trip her. You can't see that anywhere on the video. Right. But, yeah, I, re- I do remember that because when when they would yell for defense, it was just like – Instant. A, it was like no chaos. Yeah. yeah, it was like chaos, and everybody was just running everywhere. Yeah. And if you were in the wrong place at the wrong time, as you found out, yeah. you're on the floor. Like yeah. a bus. Mm-hmm. All right. He ran me over. Well, that's awesome. Hey, it's it's been great um, visiting with you. I, I know that some of y'all don't know this, but Reagan actually moved down here a year after she graduated mm-hmm. from high school to San Antonio area. So I actually have the privilege of seeing her more often than I do any of my other student athletic trainers. And having Brian here last week was just a plus because he came down from any vacation, got, got engaged, you yeah. know? And so that was kind of cool to interview him last week. So I'm hoping, um, you know, spread the word out there about this podcast and any other former athletes, former student trainers, of mine that want to be on just you know contact me icebathbaby at gmail.com and let me know and we'll make it work you don't have to come to san antonio we can do this remote uh and um so uh but thanks reagan for coming out here and doing this it was so much fun thank you just reminiscing about all these little stories and stuff and 
definitely and laughing. Definitely and, uh, stuff I will never forget. Yeah, and and I just I wish you all the success uh, in your in your career. Thank you. Because uh, I know it's going to go well. Thank you. Right, any final thoughts I from or, you? Yeah. Any final thoughts or uh, comments? Keep following. Ice Ice Baby. Ice Bath Baby. Yeah, yeah. come Ice on now. <laughs> He's the best. And yeah. I, I will say uh, ice baths are his thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. All right. So that was awesome. Um, I always enjoy catching up with my former students. Um, relationships is one of my life words, uh, and I enjoy building relationships with all of my students. If you're a former student of mine, be it a student athletic trainer, uh, an athlete, or even if you were just in one of my classes, drop me a line and let me know so I can schedule you for an interview. That's right. Um, I want you on my podcast. So you don't need any special software. We don't need to be sitting right next to each other. We can do it remotely. Um, so send me an email at icebathbaby at gmail.com. Or if you're lucky enough to still have my cell phone number, shoot me a text or give me a call and let's get that scheduled. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to Ice Bath Baby. Make sure to rate and follow us everywhere you listen to podcasts, including Spotify. Also, be sure to follow us on all social media platforms that can be found in the show notes. We are on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Be safe out there, and when in doubt, put that in a nice bath.